Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's Christmas! Well, good enough, Peter. Welcome, everybody, to number seven of our 12 rambles of Christmas. Chris Rea is number seven. He's not very well. Get well soon. Oh, dear, yeah. Of course, this is our daily countdown of what we see as the 12 defining topics in football since we began the football ramble back. In 2007. What did we have yesterday? We had Brazil 1, Germany 7. Amazing scenes. A very mothy World Cup. It wasn't, it wasn't a mothy World Cup. <laughs> and this is the halfway point. Hoppery. It's it the is. halfway point, isn't it? Halfway, yeah. Yeah. What is it? What is it? You Christmas should... is getting closer. You're yeah. halfway down the stairs and you know that there are presents to be opened. You can smell the turkey. <laughs> you can smell half the turkey. Today... Ladies and gentlemen, we have Leicester City win the Premier League. Yeah. Couldn't ignore it, could we? Woo! No. Are you surprised? We did this on a very rigorous points-based blind system, mm. which was compiled by someone else. We give our points total, yeah. and, and it came out the way it came out. Are you guys surprised that this one isn't slightly higher, given it's fresh in the memory, yeah. and it was mm. quite an astonishing thing? Yeah, I well, am. it might be, I don't know, fatigue. I think it's probably got more to the point that uh, there are some quality things coming up later on. Oh, true, actually, yeah. So, Judge it on their stuff that's above yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. fair enough. Also, despite all the evidence of it, I'm not sure I believe it. No. <laughs> not sure I believe <laughs> it really happened. Oh, true, yeah. I think oh, we're all still processing it in a way, yeah. aren't we, right? It, does, it still feels very it's, strange. It's, it's like it's, when Father Ted kicks that bishop up the bum. <laughs> and then, exactly and then just flout yeah. denies he did it. I, I think we're still coming to terms with what football looks like in England at a post-Leicester City Premier League. <laughs> I think we are. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, that, and, that, yeah. and that remains to be seen. Yeah, but before <laughs> that 2015-16 season, Leicester City had never won England's top flight. Mm, well, yeah. they have now. <laughs> they bloody well have now, eh? Yeah. Flipping heck. Um, they, I just I don't know where to begin, really. I mean, the, the, the previous season, we, we have to give a bit of context, the previous season to when they won the league, you know, Pearson just about... So kept them up it, from a relegation it fight. kept them in the division they won seven and drew one of their last nine didn't they yeah. famously well you know they spent 140 days at the bottom of the table before that yeah. run <laughs> yeah what a contrast to the previous <laughs> season yeah <laughs> but it is though like you, you need to be reminded of that yeah because it's not look Leicester were in the league that's amazing if they were hanging around mid-table for a few seasons and then won the league you know that would be absolutely outrageous yeah. but the fact is they nearly dropped out of the they league they were a club in crisis league. what was yeah. interesting was they, they won the championship with some really brilliant swashbuckling attacking football mm, and yeah. in that run of games that kept them up at the end of the season they carried that on mm. and then obviously Claudio Ranieri just kept it up yeah. and it, it's just like they, they never looked back from that, that run but we often talk about uh, football clubs having one type of manager, sacking him, and then getting in a completely different type of manager. Well, that was Leicester City, Pearson to Ranieri. Yeah, I mean, we, I, people were laughing. I imagine if, we probably were ourselves. If, if we were going to be polite, and I guess there's no reason why we have to be polite, but if we were going to be polite, you'd say the reception to Ranieri's appointment was mixed, to say the least. No, yes. not even mixed. Well, he it was, was, he was largely he negative. Was, he was regarded as a busted flush. The Pearson yeah. situation was uh, confusing. It was due to his uh, son and yeah. what he got up to abroad, blah, blah, blah. Um, so it was a, a strange situation. Uh, and Ranieri, it looked like just one of those, you know, jobs for the boys kind of, kind of yeah. uh, appointments, didn't it? Wasn't, uh, it, wasn't uh, the Ranieri's last game in charge as a manager? A, a home loss for Greece against the Pharaohs. That's right. So he was. That he definitely was, happened in yeah. his tenure, yeah. yeah. He was a joke, basically, at the time. <laughs> and he inherited a sort of an interesting but sort of fairly uninspiring side. I mean, yeah. they had a bit of talent in there, but again, they were nearly relegated. Um, but we would uh, come to know quite a few of their players. Wouldn't we, Jeff? In due course. <laughs> in due course. But it's funny because when Ranieri, uh, his side started, they, they started scoring a, a few goals. You know, Vardy. And Mares started scoring and so on and so forth. And they didn't lose a league game until uh, they got battered by Arsenal 5 to at home on the 26th of September. I love the fact that uh, when Leicester win the league, Arsenal took six points off of yeah, them. Yeah, the only team to beat them twice. <laughs> I also love the fact that in that first game of the season, they beat Sunderland, didn't they? 4 2. Yeah, and I don't think Kante started the game. I don't think he was start- I don't think he, he wasn't start- ready. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't fit enough. No, no better than we've already got. <laughs> one, of, one of my favourite little anomalies from that was that Nathan Dyer was there on what appeared to be the most sideways loan in uh, in history from Swansea. Yeah. But then that guy's had happened. Fair to say he rode again. Yeah. <laughs> Big Wonderful. Nathan Dyer rides again. Danny what? Simpson. Uh, yeah, they're all there. What, what was the flip? I know. Well, <laughs> you go through the names of that squad or or, or that team because it was largely the first eleven, really, yeah. wasn't it? It was. The, mm. the, the, he was very reliant on that eleven. You, you you go through them and obviously Vardy he was playing non-league, you know, 10 minutes before they kicked off against Sunderland or whatever. It was. <laughs> and, and, you know, they bought a lot of their players in the championship. It wasn't like they suddenly had an influx of players. They're all like um, kind of refurbished players, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They were box of, damaged. Yeah, yeah. A, a good way of putting it, yeah. Like <laughs> Robert Shop, Shop soiled. Yeah. Well, Robert Hooth, having previously played for Chelsea yeah. uh, and what was it, Stoke City, mm. among others, you probably thought, I'll go to Leicester last couple of years of my career, yeah. you know. Robert Hooth is available from Rawlinson. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness but what was great about that season was having Ranieri in charge there was a great personality about the mm. sides you remember we were talking about getting the pizzas in for the boys and so yeah. on this, this story that unfolded with Leicester was very enjoyable one for everybody to kind of get behind unless of course you're um, you know, a fan of one of their rivals yeah. or an Arsenal fan Derby fan or something yeah, yeah. that's right but yeah. that pizza thing was great do you remember it was, it was a reward for them getting their first 
clean sheet, which they didn't get until the 24th of October. Obviously, their form was catching <laughs> eyes. They still didn't, you know, didn't keep a clean sheet for it's that mad, long. Isn't it? And Ranieri said at the time, and this is what's so lovable about him, just uh, his use of English. Football is like pizza. The most important ingredient is team spirit and the second is they enjoy training. That is important. Also, to sprinkle a little luck is important, like salt. The fans of the tomato. Without the tomato, it's no pizza. It's kind of stretched, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. a stretched yeah. metaphor. It's a hand-stretched metaphor. <laughs> he doesn't even mention bread at any point. No. Yeah. But he was, full, he was full of those. He coloured, he punctuated the season with all this yes. type of stuff. And I don't think... And what happens here, and we see it happen with, with the Jurgen Klopp a little bit as well, actually. People who don't like the club or don't like the manager for whatever reason, they start to make out that the that, that managers are, are affected and they're doing mm. it for a reason. I think I don't think Ranieri is, is affected. No, no. I think he's and anyone who, I've met a number of people who've worked with him and and, and 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 had contact with him. I think he is actually like that. Dilly and, ding, dilly dong. And, and and you have to you have to argue. Surely you guys would accept maybe that that. Um, the fact that Ranieri was the manager and that Ranieri's personality is like that, it would have been an amazing achievement anyway, but it makes it, I think, a bit more special and a bit more colourful yeah. and a bit more interesting. That he's not a massive dick. Yeah, that he's a, <laughs> a likeable guy yeah. who, who had been cast aside by Chelsea in quite difficult circumstances not, yeah. not that long before yeah. that. It, was, it, was, it, had, it had everything, this story, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Throughout the yeah. entire yeah. campaign. It's great that it wasn't some up-and-coming manager that did it that would then go on to, to bigger things. Like, as, as, you know... Like a Mark Hansel-type replica type of story. Yeah, yeah. As Pete was saying about the sort of, some of them being refurbished players and so on, and there was a few older heads like Robert Hooth and, yeah. and Wes Morgan. And Kante who, being the bargain no one could have expected. Oh, my goodness, yeah. But, mm. but it did sort of fit in with the narrative. Uh, some of those players, like Danny Drinkwater, had been released by Manchester United. Yeah. You know, some of them ha- had thought that they were maybe going to um, go on to, to play for bigger clubs earlier on in their careers. Yeah. Now, yeah. Leicester are a huge club, don't get me wrong. Bigger now, of course, thanks to that win. But uh, yeah, Ranieri going there as well... It was kind of like, I don't know, it's not last chance saloon. That, that's not what I'm getting at. But it's, but it not, was... it's not too many doors down from it, though, yeah. is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. It's almost it's... like a Battersea Cats and Dogs home. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's grainy casino footage. Absolutely. But the team spirit came, shone through as well. Mm. And Ranieri, a very congenial man, just seemed to, to guide them through that, just seemed to foster that. Uh, quite nicely and, uh, and in November they drew one all at home with Manchester United Vardy broke the Premier League scoring record by scoring in 11 consecutive matches there was sort of narrative being played out everywhere it was as you say Jimmy you know the first clean sheet can they get through there can mm. they still be uh, top of the league everyone's going go on stay there yeah. stay there you know that really helped them that that thing about Vardy taking Rude van Nistelrooy's record because it made the story all about him and he could step up to that. Yes, so that took, yeah. took the uh, and, at of... that, and at that point they were level on points with City, but second on goal difference. I mm-hmm. think so. That, mm-hmm. So I know it's easy. Sometimes it's easy to fall into that trap of thinking, "Oh, Leicester won the league because everyone else just <clears> muffed it up." But City were competing at that point. They Leicester. were, yeah, very much so. Absolutely right, and, and they were top at Christmas, which is always a big thing, isn't it? You know, yeah. Uh, but they were bottom at Christmas the, the, the previous year, which just showed like the absolutely remarkable turnaround. Um, they then lost for only the second time in the league away to Liverpool, and everyone was like, "What are you doing? You're ruining it!" You know. <laughs> Don't forget that game where they came back and beat Villa three two. Mm. They were two 0 down against Villa. And they beat them 3-2. Was it Everton or Villa? No, it's Villa because Tim Sherwood uttered the famous... Oh, is yeah. that the one? Yeah. I ain't never felt this bad ever. Right, okay. I ain't never felt this bad ever. Yeah. 
Yes. How can we forget that? Yeah, we'll have to do a show on that. That was when Di- that was when Dyer scored that last minute winner and knocked himself out in the process. That's right. Oh, yeah. God, this this season was insane. Yeah. It, it was a, it was an amazing game. Yeah, winning it. Well, Leicester they, they drew at home nil nil with Man City. It was the best game we've talked about since yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? If, what we said. I used an aviation term about the Swiss cheese effect. How everything just seemed to align for Brazil to fail. Well, everything aligned for Leicester to succeed here. Yeah. Without without a doubt. Um, they, they they drew nil nil with Manchester City, where they just set up to contain them. And they did contain them, but everyone thought, ah, should they have gone for that? Well, when they played them at the Etihad, they certainly did go for yeah. it, didn't they? I mean, watching Leicester, was it, they went 3-0 up, I think it was, and then maybe Man City pulled a goal right there. But I think they won 3-1. Uh, but when they scored sort of the first two, everyone was going, oh my days, yeah. this, this, this could actually... You know, we've enjoyed them being top of the league and hang around the top spot, but blooming heck, this this is going to happen. Yeah, you could see the effect that 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 had on their opponents as well because nobody knew how to take them. Yeah. Nobody, I mean, you can prepare for games and you can have a strategy against how teams are going to play, but sort of emotionally, yeah. uh, it, it does feed into how you approach this sort of thing. And you could see, just people didn't know what to make of Leicester. Absolutely. And they knew that and they used it. Well, and, and you were saying about Vardy, stuff being, becoming about him, but in a positive way. Well, they had, uh, I mean, I don't know what's happened. I still, it's, it's, in the, it's in the making. The Jamie Vardy film. Yeah, indeed. You know, the, 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 was it the producer or director from Hollywood came over to watch them against Liverpool. He scores that wonder goal. And it just all seemed there. It just all seemed set up for Leicester to win the and, and that, if nothing else, proves that indeed every human being on the planet knew that Jamie Vardy used to play in the non-league. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Efron, due to play the part. I don't know. Is that, is that happening? Somebody mentioned that. Come on. <laughs> you quite yes. fancy Zach Efron playing you in a film, that's why. Just yeah. say, I quite fancy Zach Efron. Yeah, true. That'll yeah. do. <laughs> That'll do me. Um, and then uh, Leicester, of course, they were top of the league and it's kind of, oh, are they going to bottle it? And then the one nils came along. Yeah. Just see yeah, it out, just, get over the line. Was, so those games were Watford, Newcastle, Palace and Southampton. You know, all, all, you know, tough games where everyone's sort of... No, they're, they're winnable. The, winnable. They're, the, they're the games you've got to win. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah, but, if you look at, look at um, Liverpool um, and, and, and I always talk about the type of team they always lose to under Klopp. Mm. Exactly those types of games. But those types of games as well, all those teams would normally think, oh, we can attack Leicester. Like, hang on. Mm. You like to hit teams on the ball. Oh, we're not going to fall for that one. But it's March. It's the business end. It's where even, even the bad teams are hard to play because mm. they're fighting for something. They're starting to panic. That's a good point. I, I think, um, and I think, Pete, do you, you want to sort of sort of come in here on the on the Newcastle United aspect of this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, were, maybe they weren't. So they far. were one of those teams who were beaten one 0 by Leicester, I believe, and they <laughs> yes. ended up obviously being relegated out of the top flight. <laughs> they were very hard to be found out, I think, at Leicester because they had so much so much going for them. They had so much pace up front, and they hit teams on the break. And it's yeah. like, it doesn't matter how much you know. At some point, if you want to beat Leicester, you're going to have to attack them at some point. Mm. And if you if that goes out for a goal kick. Or if it yeah. doesn't, it's good. Yeah, going up the other end, and they're going to score presumably. Are so. you, uh, Pete? Were you, is this season sort of tainted for you? I all I can see of this season is um, me feeling sad and Gary Nicker's pants. So, uh-huh. oh yeah, Gary Nicker's pants that ruined it. Was yeah. that not the next season? Oh, I don't though. agree. If we're going to talk about, if we're going to talk about the legacy, yeah, <laughs> Gary Nicker's crumpled boxer shorts. <laughs> yeah, they weren't really boxer shorts because he said he was going to do it in his pants, yeah. and they weren't they, because his pants would have been too obscene, presumably. All oh, right, I imagine he's a thong man. Well, he but... loves himself a bit. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. that would make sense. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, I'd I... heard, heard rumours that he spent a lot of time in the uh, gym with his personal trainer, Dude. knowing knowing full well that this was. Uh, 
on. No, be, he's he's in been in good summer. shape for a while. Someone yeah. said to me that Robbie Savage uh, spent a lot of time in the gym ahead of doing uh, Strictly Come Dancing. Fair enough, though. Right? Right? Yeah, 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 it's all right. Yeah. I've got no problem with it. I'm just saying. Well, oh. well then. Really, listen, I'm getting under the fingernails of football media <laughs> broadcasting. <laughs> the people out there need to hear these types of things. Yeah, they do. They do very much so. They also need to be reminded that the, the clinching point for Leicester winning the league was at Old Trafford. Yes. Yeah. When uh, Wes Morgan got the equaliser. The pinch off. Yeah, which, uh, which set up... Uh, uh, Chelsea needing to do them a favour. Yeah, and they which, did. Which they certainly did. And we're going to talk <laughs> a little bit more about that after the break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. Only fools and horses. Welcome back, everybody. On a DVD box set, presumably. <laughs> My favourite one in that is Lady Diana. The way he says Lady Diana. Lady is still Diana. Very res- still very respectful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, oh, Luke. We've chosen this world. We're counting down, of course. We're on number seven now. It's going by so quickly. Uh, tomorrow will be number six, because that's how it works. And we'd love for you to get, to get in touch as well, though, with your favourite moment since 2007 or so, because on Christmas Eve, we're going to choose our favourite, and you are going to win a whacking great 55-inch 4K TV from Toshiba. And in addition to that, 
we will record your moment at some point in the new year and when we can get Pete's uh, diary availability uh, into the bargain. <laughs> Toshiba offers you the chance to watch every football match in 4K picture clarity. Thanks for the TV's pinpoint sharp resolution. No detail, no flick or kick of the ball will ever be missed. Enjoy 24-7 access to a whole world of online content, including catch-up TV and on-demand services such as Netflix. And you can also access last week's shows on demand with Freeview uh, Play. For an authentic audio experience, it also comes with that subwoofer oh. to project that bass sound. Don't just hear, but feel the roar of the crowd. Feel them. Um, yeah, so email us at show at thefootballramble.com uh, for your favourite moment of 2007 onwards for a chance to win. Um, Pete will probably better help you out right about now with one of his suggestions. Jonas kicking Kansas arse. That's yeah. a nice one. Oh, yeah. And then nice giving one. it the big one to Mike Ashley against yeah. West Ham. Yeah. Thanks, West Ham. That is actually quite a good <laughs> one. For another magical moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh dear, it was a beautiful Eden Hazard equaliser for Chelsea that handed mm. Leicester City the title. Mm. And what's interesting about that is Hazard has, has had, you know, arguably the Hazard. worst season <laughs> that a sort of, you know, a player of the year level player has, has had in the top flight. You know, because it was just, drop off, it was wasn't baffling, it? wasn't it? And yeah. we know he's he a wasn't far the only one. player than that. No, he wasn't. Yeah. Chelsea were having this absolute weird season. We were saying a lot at the time, it's like Chelsea and Leicester have swapped seasons. Yeah. Um, and Hazard just waking up in that game was, it was, it was more than Eden Hazard scoring a goal. That's not weird. In this game, it, suddenly it was. Depending yeah. on your outlook, that might have been quite annoying. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if, for example, you were, I don't know, a Spurs fan. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I I'm sure say, you bloody yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I'll, don't forget that Leicester won the league. They went on to win the league by 10 points. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was 10 a points. Huge margin. <laughs> Um, and did they, I think they received a guard of honour at Stamford Bridge on the last day of the so. season. Ranieri yeah. going back there. That is the tradition. That, that's though, isn't it? so poetic, isn't it? it? Was. Ranieri being there and I, what about the, playing that part. I'll tell you what was poetic. Andrea Bloody Bocelli. Yes. Yeah. Having a little sing song. Nessum Dorman. We said it at the time, but he got Andrea Bocelli to sing at, um, at Filbert Street. Uh, I'm only joking. He got, he got, um, King he got, Power. Yeah, he got him to sing at the King Power. And, um, mm. and Ranieri, the man who had. Vanquished his demons, laid to rest the ghost of Chelsea past. Yeah. Was standing there holding another man's coat on yeah. his big day. And that oh, tells yeah. you everything you need to yeah. know about well, that. Also, yeah. on top of that, uh, on the day that um, they actually won the league with the, the Battle of Stamford Bridge, Ranieri had been uh, in Italy having lunch with his 96 year old mother, wasn't he? Very oh. nice. Was that, was that right? Is that the right, same day? Sounds about right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was around that time. Because there was rumours that he wasn't going to be able to get back in time for the te- to, to watch right. it or he was yes. going to be flying. They managed to change the flight, if I remember right. Right. At the last moment, so great, you know, flexible bookings worth paying the extra twenty quid. And and Ranieri, Ranieri, of course, well, followed up with a, a spectacular season the following year, <laughs> which you're no doubt going to tell us about, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, well, um, he lasted till the twenty third of February, twenty seventeen. Which some incredible? people, some yeah. people would have said it was it was uh, it was too long. A former Leicester City manager summed it up all quite nicely. Uh, by saying it's like a dream for everyone that loves football. That was Fen, of course. Um, <laughs> uh, the, as the, the man himself yeah. is. <laughs> as, as he looked longingly into a mirror. <laughs> the dream didn't last, as you say, Luke. No. It was, uh, they, they, they quickly woke up. Just one little uh, point there about the, the side that, that played there, you know, Schmeichel, Morgan, Hooth and, and Drinkwater and so on and so forth. What is interesting, going back to the point we said about the players being perhaps a little uninspiring one one could be forgiven for thinking at the start of the season it's only really Kante that's gone on mm-hmm. obviously Kante's gone on to Chelsea and, and 
you know, won the league there and so on. But Vardy's still there. Yeah, he was subject. You know, there was there was transfer talk with Arsenal and so on. And, and Mares so was as well. Yeah, but he's still there though. Yeah, and that just that backs up the point that this wasn't a side like Monaco, for example. Obviously, they you know did get picked to pieces. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, I, but they're all quite old. A lot. Yeah. But that's it. Though. That's with a few exceptions. They're all. I mean, it's quite yeah, old, Kasper. average age. And even he's like older yeah. than you. Older than you think. I never understand why Casper doesn't get as many plots as. As he does, he doesn't. Oh, yeah. he, he never really drops any clangers. You're right, he's though. He, he's a decent keeper. He's always considered to be younger than he is, just because he's someone's high-profile son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And none of us want to acknowledge he's, the fact. He's, he's he's time moves on. During his time, I think it was under Sven actually at Notts County. Yes, he's, he nearly scored a Overhead bicycle kick. kick. Oh, yeah, I do get, remember get, that. Do search that out because that's that'd a be the highlight. That'd be the not, real highlight. Is he not career. waiting for David de Gea to finally go to Real Madrid so he can go to Manchester United? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine it. But, but fast forward it to the following year, and, and so, Ranieri was fired. They were one point above relegation with 13 games left. Yeah. Um, they had lost five Premier League games in a row. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, um, after he went, they won five games in a row. Well, when Shakespeare, and so you have to say yeah. the decision was the correct decision. If you, if you, if we all <laughs> accept. I suppose, which we do these days in 2017, that being in the Premier League is the most important thing, mm-hmm. which I suppose we have to begrudgingly accept, yeah. um, then you can't argue with the decision. You can't. You can't, although he, him and his Enzo Berzot award would have, uh, would have gone elsewhere, you know, perhaps into retirement. And that award was given to Italian managers, obviously outstanding achievements and so on. And the winners so far are Prandelli, Mazzari, Montella, Ancelotti, Allegri and Ranieri. Mm, I forget who won that. it after that, but yeah, I love the fact that Ranieri's name is in there with all them yeah. for that season. But you're right, Luke, yeah, it was it was so gutting when Ranieri went, but it was one of those ones where you thought, but you have to understand yeah, it, of course. And it's such a shame. It was this kind of almost like a throwback from from years. I think Tony Pulis sort of commented about you know Nottingham Forest going up and then winning the league and said you know Leicester this is an even greater achievement than that because the haves and have nots are much wider apart so that sort of throwback uh, sort of sort of feeling about Leicester winning the league was then uh, confronted abruptly with modern football I think it I think it was apart from the obvious we all know what they achieved and it was amazing but to me the reason uh, an added reason why it was even more amazing is because we had all been condi- conditioned almost subconsciously to accept that no, in quotes, non-traditional team was ever going to win the domestic top flight in the UK mm. in England again. Um, and the fact that that happened yeah. means we have no choice but to reassess our opinion of yeah. that and, yeah. think, and think about how this changes English football in the future. If, if the, I don't know if this will happen again uh, or anything like it will happen again, but you have to argue even now, quite relatively speaking, quite soon after this has happened, our, our, for example, our owners and chairmen hiring and firing managers, being informed by what Leicester did in the, to win the Premier I think they probably are. Quite possibly. I think they probably think, well, do you know what? We, we, we are entitled to have these ambitions. Well, it's, it's changed the potential of every club in the land. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, as well, you know, people can compare them a lot to Nottingham Forest in the 70s, and rightly so. Um, it makes you think, like, again, it breaks that idea of, oh, this can never happen. Maybe in, maybe in 30 years, Middlesbrough will win the Premier League in similar circumstances. Yeah. You do, you know, these anomalies are possible, and it's a beautiful I, reminder I, of that. I think what it was is we, the tide is going one way. You can't stop the, the, the unstoppable tide of the money in football, the, the haves and have-nots. But occasionally, there's a little pocket of resistance in the oh, yeah. Leicester win mm. the tide. But, and, that's what, and, 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 and in addition to that, it cannot be understated that to sustain that across a 38-game yeah. season, yeah. the league table is the league table. We all mm. know about that. 38 games. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a Greece Euro no, 2004. No. You know? It's not a Brazil losing to Germany in one game. This is no. a long, old hop. 
It's, it's also, not Portsmouth winning the FA Cup. Not, not even that. Yeah. Well, people talk. People do compare it to Blackburn as well, but Blackburn that, spent but so Blackburn much had more Alan money comparatively. You know, but yeah. yeah, exactly. And it was a different landscape. Then. And Blackburn yeah. had finished, I think, second or of highly the season before. This is. It's. It's not stupid to say. We said at the time. A lot of people have said it. The greatest achievement in the history of sport. Definitely team sport. You could. You could extend that in, in the history of sport. It's that. It's that big. Is and you. Is Akazaki the most decorated Japanese player? You reckon? Uh, it doesn't matter what I reckon. I don't know whether it is or not. <laughs> Marcus gets to decide. <laughs> um, but, it, it, you know, it, this is... I mean, the, 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 then you saw the odds of, of certain things. It, it, the, the, it was more likely that Lady Gaga was going to become the President of the United States, you know. Right. Mm. Um, I, and how we wish that had happened as well. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that's another anomaly. Or, or maybe it did. Mm. <laughs> but it was... It, Utterly sensational. But what was nice is, though, that despite Ranieri uh, getting sacked and them having a, a, a fairly poor season, you know, I think they finished 12th the next season, they did have a great run in the Champions League. Yes. So mm. the dream wasn't completely over. Well, that was it. The Champions League run felt like the Leicester City of the league the year yes. before, where the yeah. Leicester City yes. of the league felt like the Leicester City of the year before in the league. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> they, they treated it almost like a tour, didn't they? Like a, like yeah. a sort of enjoy yeah. yourself stag tour type they thing. They finished top of their group yeah. in the Champions League. They'd it, never played in the Champions League before. <laughs> it was like a stag do won the Premier League, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Loads of like disparate groups. They don't really know each other. Yeah. But they, they clicked. They, they, they clicked. Yeah. It was, By yeah. the end, oh, what a team. And Leicester are still in the Premier League now at the time recording and, yep. and they're here to stay and they, and they look like they're in pretty safe hands at the moment as well. So yeah. whatever happens though, that can never be taken from them. Those fans will have that for the rest of their we lives. We will always have a footballer being dragged around a kitchen floor <laughs> <laughs> to celebrate a win. Well, it seems like uh, a bit of a blip on the Premier League timeline. Um, and, and we see Burnley and Watford currently in this season having, having good seasons. And it's obviously nowhere near what, what Leicester did. we most likely never see that again. But the fact I'm saying most likely hmm. means that you can't say never. You, never most, you cannot yeah. say never. Um, and shows you that the, the, their league win still has a bit of an impact on the psyche of football fans in this country. So there we are, yeah. Leicester I, City. I ain't never known anything like it, never. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dream for everybody oh, who loves football. There we go. Thank you for listening to number seven of our 12 Rambles of Christmas, a daily countdown of what we see as the 12 defining topics in football since we began the Football Ramble back in 2007. And don't forget to email in show at thefootballramble.com for your favourite moment or theme or whatever it might be from 2007 onwards for your chance to win a Toshiba TV. And Pete's in charge, so bear that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone's got a chance. Yeah. Yeah. What's daddy going to like? I've seen a few suggestions so far and thought, that's good, but it's not quite Pete enough. <laughs> never going to make it to the Pete filter. dangerous yeah. game. Yeah. 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 You, you can sell very close to the, to the wind with that. Oh, dear. Mm. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. It's Lester. Goodbye, Luke. <laughs> See you tomorrow for number six. Bye. It's Christmas! Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.